This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, ready? This is what happens before the podcast begins, and then Jerry does the 3-2-1 countdown, and then we start. Goes a little something like this. All right, coming down in 3-2-1. Oh, it's a Wednesday. Good parking day in New York City. That means uh, no alternate side around the Hudson Street building for us. That's always great. Hi, I'm Jerry. He's Al. And uh, we're doing the post-game podcast. And quite frankly, this one's going to have very little to do about games or sports. But who cares? Uh, We're discussing the topics that were on the show or were missed on the show. One topic that you guys did talk about were the manicures, pedicures, the mani pedis, massages, all sorts of stuff. I will start by saying I've never had a manicure, although I probably should. I've never had a pedicure, probably should. I've never had a massage, although I'd like to. I've never done any of these things. So mani pedis, pedicures, whatever, not my cup of tea. Now, I do know Craig loves these things. I mean, this is becoming blatantly obvious. I mean, I don't know what's happened to this guy, quite frankly, but you're a fan of the massage I know, despite the no pants thing. Yeah, Am I've I saying only, this right? Yeah, I'm 45. Yeah. I had my first massage last year. So I had a massage. Oh, so I got a couple years yeah. to go to catch up to you. I had a massage last year during our vacation break. Oh, I was down at Borgata. I had a lovely massage. And, right. then, and then I went with Craig and his wife while at the Super Bowl in Arizona. We went to get a massage that one day. That doesn't sound weird. Yeah, and that wasn't that weird at all. <laughs> um, uh, so I've only had them twice. I've never had the, the pedicure or the manicure. Although I, th- I, I think if I would go like on a date or with a woman, I, I would be able to do it. But I just never am able to relax. Hold on a second. Wait a minute. The, the way. I don't care how much you love the girl or think you like the girl. Are you really going to sit there in a nail salon and put those foam things through your, th- yeah, through your feet? Because it seems relaxing. Really? It seems relaxing. But you can't go in there as a guy by yourself or with your buddy. So I think if I went with a girl, I think I would like it. Although I also think it's a weird feeling to have someone cut your nails. Like that feels weird. Yeah, what if they go too far? Yes, yeah, so, because that, oh, it's all I think about when I cut my own nails. Yeah, like, no, don't I go down do too far. Now, I now can they they help your cuticles? Correct? Yes, they'll push back the cuticles. See, that's what I need. I don't need a full manicure. I just need my cute. I need a cuticle. Well, no, you don't manicure. need the, you don't need them painted. That's a full manicure. Oh, is that what that is? You'll you'll get them pushed back the cuticles. Yeah, and then they do put some type of clear coating to nourish the nail. To nourish, because I eat my nails. Yeah, I eat around the nails. Both of them are, are it's bad. It's not good. They're terrible habits, and they're what do, disgusting. What do your toes look like? What do my, I don't think anyone in my life has ever asked me what my toes yeah. look like. Are you embarrassed by your toes? No, or, no. no, no like no, if no, you no. go to if you went to someone's house, 
at the pool, you're yes. taking your shoes off. Of course I am. Yeah. I have no problem and with not, that. You don't have Although them. Kim gets on me. We go to the beach. I refuse to wear flip-flops or sandals. I still wear sneakers yeah. and white socks to the beach. I, I, and I take them off as soon as I get there. I hate sand. I, it's just, it's kind of like, to me, it's like nails on a chalkboard walking on sand and it's in, in the toes and when you uh, get it in your shorts, it's disgusting. I don't like walking on it. It's hot. Then you're running on a warm day. So she gets on me for that. But once I take them off, I'm kind of good. Yeah, I don't like the idea of uh, some people, they, they get the toe fungus, which is really strange. Like how you let it get to the point where you've got toenail fungus. That's disgusting. Yeah, I and mean, then you what, need what that toenail doing? medicine. Are you have hairy feet? Uh, no. Not at all? No. My hair doesn't start till my ankle. <laughs> it's really weird. It's like I'm wearing a nude boot. <laughs> and it stops at your neck. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I also have a part of part of me. If you go, if you go, oh, okay, if my, my body hair starts at my ankle, <laughs> goes up to my upper thigh, then there's a gap of just nice smooth skin. <laughs> That's because... The thing is leaning up against your leg. It doesn't allow it to grow. No, I no. it's the front. <laughs> the front part of my upper thighs. Hey, listen, you put it where you got to put it. <laughs> Believe me, there's not, not enough going on there. <laughs> so I don't know. It's weird with the body hair, like where there's just patches of smoothness. Well, I always find it interesting when you see like the business guys that wear those black socks and they'll have the hairiest of legs yeah. and it just stops and it's as smooth as like a model's leg. Have you ever noticed uh, that? Yeah, I had a theory that that the body, when you wear clothes all the time, the the part of your body that you're covering up with clothes does not allow the hair to grow. <laughs> but then no, no, nobody would have pubic hair because well, we all wear be naked right because we all wear pants. <laughs> Jerry, this leads me into um, please move on. My well, it's very similar. I'm going today for my yearly physical. Oh, great! <laughs> so I had the blood work done. I'll get my results. Okay, but then there's also. Um, and people, I'm, like I said earlier, I'm 45, and I have prostate cancer in my family, so I will get have to get the prostate uh, check. And you should. But they also examine your genitals. Always. Always, right? I mean, from the time you're nine years old when you right. go for football physicals. They just, they look at the genitals, I guess? They feel them. Yeah, why? To make but you're sure not feeling my elbow. How are you make making sure, sure my elbow's not okay? Because you're not going to get a cancer lump oh, in your gotcha. elbow. That's you what they're looking sure, for, the cancer. Absolutely. Lump. Making sure there's no testicular cancer and stuff like that. But here's the thing I don't like about that, and I think people can relate to this, even though it's you're going to pretend it doesn't happen to you, and maybe it doesn't. Much like um, the Seinfeld episode where George went in the in the cold pool. Shrinkage. Shrinkage. Yeah. Your body will also have shrinkage when it's a little scared. So just knowing I'm going into the to get a physical... My body senses fear. But you're 45. <laughs> you're not nine. What are you afraid of? So in that moment when the examination is unfolding, it's so You scared. have anxiety, apparently. Yes, that's a great word. You don't like people touching you. And anxiety. So when I pull my pants on, it is embarrassing. At I, that I moment. I need to know. Hold on a second. I need to know. How you ever have sex that first time with a woman? How do you not have anxiety? Vodka, Jerry. <laughs> Maybe I do a shot of vodka before I go see my doctor. 
<laughs> Are you drunk? <laughs> but the doctor must know that, right? <laughs> that you had vodka? Yes. No, no. The doctor must the doctor know that. The doctor doesn't care. It's afraid. You know how many physicals a doctor does in the course of a week? Yeah, that's what I think, too. I'm like, I can't be the worst one coming in here. No, of course you're not. Like, I, when I leave, you don't think he goes, well, yeah, I just had seen the guy Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that's disgust. No, no, no. I didn't say it's not disgust, but you're not the only one for the week. Right. He's probably got 25 physicals lined up, right. everything from, no offense to the older men, but, you know, an 83-year-old wrinkly guy right. to a 12-year-old trying to get his physical for Pop Warner football. Right. It's just kind of the way it goes, and you fall somewhere in the middle. The weird part is no matter, when you go to a general doctor, even if you're going in for a sore throat, the, the general doctor's um, room where they do exams, yeah. they always have gloves out, like yes. the rubber gloves, and they always have a tube of lubrication. Always. They have to. For what? The prostate exam. But that's not always. How about just put that out when that's going to happen? To have that always out, like as if any moment Does now. That so lube intimidates you. <laughs> Let's get to it. A regular counter with nothing on it except gloves and a lube? Yes. <laughs> That does intimidate me. And then they have the sticks that make you go, ah, oh, that's, that's it. And cotton balls, maybe. <laughs> cotton balls. So balls, Cotton lube. balls, lube, wooden stick. And rubber gloves. And rubber gloves. That's what I don't like. Oh so I have that today at 1220. Any shots CBS turned on the cameras for this one? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'll be doing today. Oh, what time is this at? Uh, twelve twenty. Twelve twenty. And I'm also getting my testosterone rechecked because uh, my number was not a great score here last time. <laughs> Listen, you don't have to look far <laughs> to find someone lower than you. Well, that was the that was the thing. I did not have a good score for my testosterone, yeah. and I was only third worst. <laughs> Tell me about it. It was crazy. I don't understand. I'm getting mine rechecked just to make sure as yeah. well. In about I think three weeks. So I have my physical, and I will not be a scared turtle well, or concerned about it. Maybe you will now. Maybe this conversation will be in your head. I'll say this. I will be thinking of you <laughs> as I'm getting my prostate checked. Oh, thank you. That's just weird. That's nice to hear. Oh, uh, Okay. Um, how about a little sports? Oh, right, Jerry. Little bit. Uh, I like so sports. A topic, another sports topic guy. today that was discussed really at length, actually, on a couple of occasions was the hiring of Chris Mullen to St. John's, and they were talking about how difficult it is to recruit and, and getting kids in the area to stay in the area. And, you know, Boomer and Craig very into this whole notion of Chris Mullen is going to wow these kids. And, you know, because he's going to walk into their living room, hopefully they sign Dream Team or Hall of Famer, all this. And this is no disrespect meant to Chris Mullen. He's a, an amazing player. He was an amazing player at St. John's and the NBA, front office, everything. I just don't think, and you're talking, this is 30 years ago he played at St. John's. I don't know many 16- and 17-year-old kids that are enamored with Chris Mullen. Me and you, yes. Boomer and Craig, absolutely. The 17-year-old? Now, if you're going to tell me he's going to sell the parents on getting their kids to go or stay, I get that. I don't get the idea that Chris Mullen's going to walk in and they're going to have the same look on their eyes as if Michael Jordan walked in. It's simply not true. Right, and it's either like, here's a, uh, do I go and sign with St. John's, who has a coach who was a legendary player 100 years ago, or this coach who I may not ever have heard of and has no history, but his guys that he's playing with now go right to the NBA. Well, that's, that's an, what you're up against. Absolutely, and you're also up against, as I mentioned, guys like Krzyzewski and Calipari, a Tom Izzo. These guys, these kids know who they are. I mean, they've become celebrities in this realm of college basketball, Whereas Chris Mullen was a celebrity in college basketball. And I think the other thing, too, 
that has to, that shouldn't go unnoticed. While he did some amazing things in the NBA and was a great NBA player, he didn't do it here. He didn't play for the Knicks or the Nets. So you almost you lose that connection when he ends up on different teams, you know, in the NBA. Yeah, a caller brought up to me when I screened the call, but he didn't do it when he got on the air. He said kids are not interested in a in a former player unless they see them on their Xbox and former NBA. You know, when they Couldn't do the more. NBA games and they use the great players from the past, they don't know who that is. I agree. I totally agree. And while this is, I and let me be clear that I believe this is going to be a good signing for St. John's ultimately, and I think they'll be a good team and better for this hiring. I just don't know that this thing turns around very quickly and kids are going to start running to St. John's because Chris Mullins, the head coach, that's all. Jerry, one of my jobs here during the show is to take uh, information down from somebody when they win tickets or something, and I always have to take down their address. So many people have such bizarre addresses that involve way too many numbers that I, I, I ask them sometimes, do you ever not get your mail? Because there are guys that they live at, They'll give you a, a three-digit number with then a dash followed by two digits. So right. they're like, I'm at uh, 117-23 3rd Avenue right. or 83rd Avenue. It's all, And then you're giving me a zip code. It's uh, Your address is nothing but numbers. How about when you get something like, you know, 110 1st Street, apartment building yes. 7, 8th floor, <laughs> apartment 9F. Yes. It's tough. So confusing. I often think sometimes, like, if I was in the market for a, an apartment or a condo or something, and I went and I liked the place, if the address was <laughs> terrible, I couldn't take it just because there's no way I'd be able to deal with giving my address out for various things and people being totally confused. Well, it leads me to two thoughts. Number one, it's amazing to me how the U.S. Postal Service yes. works, that they actually get things to your house. And number two... Like if you were a woman and you fell in love with a guy who had a horrific last name. Yes. What do you do? Right. But I think in this day and age, you can want to keep your last name. I'd have a problem with that. What about professionally? So she says, for 20 years, I've been, you know, Smith. And that's how the professional world knows right. me. I don't want to take your terrible last name. And now your last name is Hyphendike. Right. Hyphendike. Right. She's not going to. She doesn't want she that. She doesn't want that. Right. I don't. I don't. I, I actually have been some instances where the women actually have the man take their name. Yeah. Could you do that? N- uh, no, that seems emasculating. A little. Although I will say, I don't have a lot to offer a woman, but a good. <laughs> I do have a good last name. Dukes yes. is a great, quick, like, reco. Dukes. Very One simple. One syllable, very easy. Agreed. I totally agree. So where you live, you have a very simple address. Simple address. There's no, it's almost like a house address. It is, yeah, it's a house address. It is. So it's not like part of a complex, nothing like that. See, that's easy. Yeah. That's okay. I've always been in a house, so I don't... Well, no, I actually had a townhouse for a little while, but that was the same thing. It was more like a a normal street address. But even having a complicated street is terrible. Meaning? Like a complicated name for a street, like Dykenhaven or whatever uh, the last name you used for the person. (laughs) Like if that was your street name. Well, it's very complicated to actually have to spell it out. Yeah. You know? I even spell out like... My street name's kind of simple, and I still will spell it out for people. Meaning the street name or like the avenue? The street name, or... everything. I'll spell, like, if, I, if I, I'm giving somebody my address over the phone, and I'd be like, if it was Main Street, I'd be like, uh, it's, uh, 23 Main Street, M-A-I-N. <laughs> well, if you're if you're doing that because you purchased something and you're waiting for delivery, I don't blame you. Yeah. If you're talking about, hey, uh, I'm getting married and need to send out invitations, 
I think you're good. Yeah. Most of the worst thing that happened, you don't get invited to the wedding. That's true. It's not such a bad thing. Jerry, I don't know why this randomly came to me during the show, but I wrote myself a note to bring it up to you that I'm amazed at how quick, because you and I have shared a hotel room, you know, I think once at a Super Bowl, uh, I think on some snow days where, where the sure. station was too cheap to buy us each a room. <laughs> uh, so we shared a room. Yes. Uh, I'm always amazed at how quickly you can shower. And I'm always amazed at how long it takes other people to shower. Right. It takes me. What are you doing in there? Like most mornings from the time I start the water to when I'm toweled off is 12 minutes. You said you're done in like like two minutes. I would say I would say on average a shower for me is honestly I would say about three minutes. How do you, how do you get your body wet enough to get the soap on it and then the soap removed? Well, it's I know like some showers you might have like a hose, right? Yes. Mine actually has a whole bunch of little holes that the water comes out of. It's a lot of water hitting me at the yeah. same time. I you get in first of all, I don't get in until the water's hot enough. Right. All right, that's first. You get in, you're ready to go. You now, do you do your your face and head first or your body? Body first. Body first. Yes. Maybe take care that's of that what I'm first. doing. That's wrong. the most important thing. Then take care of the hair, which isn't much. I don't have much up here anymore. Wash the face, you get out. It's not the end. By the way, I know some people are going to think I'm nuts for saying this, but on most days, I shower three times. So you're showering in the morning. I shower when I wake up at 2.30. Okay. I If I go outside and um, You'll exercise play or run ball around. with the kids or do something, I hate the smell of when you're outside and you come in the house. It stinks. So you're going to come in and shower. I come in and shower That's like three or four in the dinner. afternoon. Right. Okay. So it could be dinner, could be not, whatever. Okay. So then, how, why are you showering And then again? my buddy comes over at 6 or 6.30 and we exercise until 7.15. I can't go to sleep like that. So I take a quick shower again. There have been times when I have, uh, I'll go home from work, I'll go to the gym, I'll go on the bike or whatever and I'll sweat. I'll go home and just change my shirt. And I'm like, I mean, I'm going to shower in the morning. I'm not going out. In defense of you, you live alone. I do. You're not going to offend anybody. Right. As long as you shower before you come in here I do. again, it's fine. Well, it is gross on the surface. Craig guilted me into uh, a couple years ago to start showering in the morning because what I was doing is I was showering at night. Yes. And then one morning he overheard me telling somebody how much I sweat at night. And how I wake up sweaty. And then you don't shower. And then I was just coming to work. <laughs> and by the way, in a lot of cases, putting the same pants on from the, the day before. <laughs> Not the day before. I have a rotation of my jeans that I don't wash. How many jeans do you have? I currently have, um, in my regular rotation, yes. three. Okay. That's fine. I mean, I have four. It's not like okay. I'm not, I don't have 20 pairs of jeans. Yeah. I run through them very quickly. That's the problem. Yeah, it's all we wear. Right. Now, Eddie says he will wear the same pair of pants the whole week. Yeah, I've seen... That's, that's I would gross. say longer than that because his has the he, he's I got a hole in a particular spot and the belt one of the belt loops is ripped off so I know when he's wearing the same jeans. But does that mean he's not washing them? Of course he's not. No one washes their jeans. Of course you wash your jeans. Rarely. What else do you do with them? I will wear jeans for over a month before I wash Ugh. them. I mean, we're the guys. We've learned a lot today. We've learned about. Al's shrinkage problems and anxiety before he gets the prostate exam. Right. We've learned that he showers really long, 12 minutes. What are you doing? Well, I'm wearing dirty jeans all the time. You're wearing dirty jeans. Sometimes you sweat and don't shower before you go to bed. Right. Informative. And I think i got to go on that. Okay, this see you. nasty. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show. Wow! With the real stars of the show. Alan Jerry.